Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 7 of the Those Who Hope podcast. I am really excited to introduce my very special guest today. This is one of my best best friends, Courtney oh, Webster. Hello. Oh, thank you so so much for joining us today, oh, Courtney. It's a pleasure. Oh, and it really means a lot when guests have traveled far and wide to come here and be on the podcast because you where do you live? For um, Bermondsey. Bermondsey. Yeah. So that, that's south London, yeah, right? Kind of, but yeah, quite yeah. central really yeah yeah, yeah. Re- just um, down the road from tower bridge yeah so, yeah, yeah which yeah. is amazing yeah. how long does it usually take you to get here uh, to essex i mean on a good run it's probably like 45 minutes mm-hmm. yeah with no traffic yeah if yeah. there's traffic then it's horrendous. then it's yeah <laughs> so you came kind of a bit after the school rush yeah, hour yeah, kind yeah. of thing yeah, yeah yeah and what is it the Rotherhive tunnel or the, yeah 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 that's normally my go-to yeah yeah, yeah. my yeah. association with that now is I was once coming back when I was touring and we had to drive the van and when we're in London obviously like most people say oh my goodness I'd never drive in central London yeah. and then there we are driving a van through so that was good practice yeah I'm like my <laughs> demonstration there for anyone listening I was like doing a little steering wheel hands <laughs> but yeah and I remember we got to the tunnel and we couldn't it, there was like a, a height restriction obviously say, yeah because our maps was taking us there and it was obviously really busy too because it was after school yeah. time and we were like, no, we can't go there. We couldn't figure out where to go. Oh. Anyway, we figured it out. I think I phoned my dad and I was like, how do we get home? <laughs> did you go but, yeah. over Tower Bridge in the end? I think we did. Yeah. But I okay. think actually then, I mean, if anyone knows the Dartford Crossing, you'll know that it's no. always a nightmare. Yeah. And we got to like near Lakeside. So we got all the way back to that point and then there was massive traffic and it was, oh. yeah, anyway, good times, yeah. good times, <laughs> London traffic. Oh, it's good fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, so how we met is, you used to live nearby didn't yes. you I think you were living yeah. in Upminster when I first met you is yes. that right yeah and actually whenever right. I drive past the road where you used to live I always have the best memories because I just oh. think your house was the party house <laughs> like we always had like the best parties and yeah. we went to church together and we there were just great events during that time yeah. like we'll speak about this but your engagement party was at that house and I just always think of those parties and the music in that time like 2012 it was yeah. like great music oh, we always went all out as well yeah. like sound systems yes. like neighbours yeah. <laughs> and I remember actually Adam your husband oh, who he loved was it Sean Paul or something oh. temperature is it called temperature or <laughs> he loved that song <laughs> I just remember that I, for- I completely forgot but yeah I don't know if that's even that what it's so called funny. I don't I feel really uncool not knowing that but but it sounds so about right to be fair yeah it's got a very interesting music taste. Well, very, very rare, a, ver- a very varied music taste. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, but, all yeah. sorts. All sorts. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so well, tell us a bit about how we met then. What, what do you, yeah. I wonder if what's your first memory of me and putting you on the spot Gosh, here. But um, And the other thing of that, yeah. I think you might have been the, one of the first people to give me my nickname that many, many people yeah, call me now. Yeah, Kit Kat. Yeah. yeah. I don't, do you know what? It's, like my memory is terrible like so I definitely you were so young when I met yeah, you I think I was 12 yeah and how old were you oh gosh 20 21 yeah I think so about 20 mm. yeah maybe 19 no, no actually 
I think it was 19. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were at college, actually. So maybe it yes. was 19. Because I, I came to see, you were doing musical theatre at college. Yes. And um, I came to see you in Carousel. Yeah. Yeah. And what's your character? Oh, oh my gosh. Not Julie. Carrie. Oh, Carrie. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, Iconic role as well. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. It was, yeah, that was such a fun show. And also like hilarious because we had a blackout mid show. <gasps> oh yeah. It was, was, did you come I to think, that one? Or, or maybe I just remember you telling me about oh, it. Oh, it was so, I just didn't know what to do. Well, I just carried on in the darkness. Because <laughs> like, what else do you do? Like The show must go the on. The show must go on, exactly. right? So I just, yeah, I was mid song as well, which was, yeah. And obviously everyone had noticed the lights had gone out and yeah, all the sound like cut, like the microphones had cut. I just kept going. Oh, well like, done. What do I do? Um, yeah, good times, good times. And then oh. they cut. I think we like paused after that. And then, um, yeah. Oh. Tried to <laughs> get some power back. That's amazing. Um, I love that. So, yeah, gosh. So, yeah, I was in college. So, um, I remember being at church one morning and we're just, you know, they're about to begin the service or whatever. And I remember like looking to, and it was in a school hall where we used to meet. And I just yeah. remember looking to the right where the doors are. And suddenly these four like beautiful, glamorous <laughs> women like all doled up. <laughs> walked into the church and we it was like it was like it happened in slow motion it's just like <laughs> it was just like who are these people oh. that have just turned up it's like every single one is just so beautiful oh. and um obviously everyone's beautiful everyone's made in god's image <laughs> but I, as a as a young girl i just remember being like oh who are these girls oh. and uh, emily who was on last week's episode of those who hope emily carter we were all at church together too and she actually said that to me recently too do you remember when the elliot girls walked in and we were all like <laughs> such a moment i mean i honestly don't remember it i was yeah i was not really like that interested in coming to church yeah. at that time um so I guess maybe it wasn't as memorable. No, um, <laughs> you just tried to forget. <laughs> well, I was, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, I just w was kind of dragged along by my mum at that point. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> I think um, after it became a Christian and then was coming, it was more like, oh, this is family. And, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Took more notice of everyone who was in the congregation. Yeah. Um, and at that time, I think, I think at that point, or at least quite soon into knowing you, we were just talking before, weren't we, about you had very, very blonde hair, oh, which gosh. was, it was a moment. And um, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I mean, I used to be blonde as well, very bleach blonde. Um, but obviously now we're both, we're both kind of yeah, matching with our hair twinning. colors. We're twinning. And when you arrived today, I was like, oh, I just, why have I, the one day in the podcast, I've got my hair back. Oh. Like usually if people have seen the podcast, my hair's very similar to yours, yeah. maybe a bit lighter at the moment, but just because the colors faded yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah yeah exactly so a lot of people ask if we're sisters don't they, do. they? even the other day yeah, we were out and somebody week. asked if we were twins <laughs> i love that so yeah, much yeah like we're sisters in christ yeah. obviously i'm very good friends with your sisters shanice and georgia as well so i love feeling like i'm one of the one of the sisters oh, definitely <laughs> one of the sisters girl. yeah oh <laughs> so um as you spoke about just then when you first were coming to church you weren't a christian and weren't oh. that interested in 
in it so I don't know yeah. if you've kind of dragged along or um and then you spoke a bit about New Day which is a Christian youth event isn't it it's um yes. where people go and camp and or I did stay in a hotel once um, <laughs> <laughs> I can hack the camping um and yeah and just thousands of young people that yeah. go and learn about God and just have fun doing different activities together so that was the first year I went to was the same year that you went for yeah. the first time and wow. yeah and I think that kind of comes into your testimony as well but I, I just yeah. love you um if you could share your testimony with yeah. us a little bit how how you became how you went from it really not being your thing to suddenly it was yeah I'd love to yeah mm. I think yeah it was interesting I um I was quite I was in a happy place in my life well kind of happy like I was settled with a boyfriend I, like through my teenage years I, I was very like focused on having a boyfriend you know having that happily ever after um <laughs> and um so at the time I you know I'd had a boy I had a boyfriend and we was very much in love through my teenage years you know my mum she tried to get me along to church we didn't grow up in a Christian home just as yeah to start again um and my mum and dad um they um separated when I was like 12 yeah. right at the prime kind of uh mm. <laughs> time of like yeah teenage years hormones and yeah all that so I think I really kind of took it quite yeah hard and I was a bit of a mess to be honest and rebelled a bit and then my mum um met this man who was Christian um and anyway, he kind of led my mum and my sisters to faith. And I, I always kind of believed in God as a child. Like I remember at school, we'd be um, singing hymns mm. and um, praying. And yeah, I remember really believing in God and like praying and, you know, talking to God as a, as a young child. But it wasn't really something that was, you know, in our lives at home. Like, my, yeah. And anyway, so my mum, yeah, I said my mum and sisters like come to know Jesus. I think I was about 14. And then I just really wasn't interested. I just thought it was all about rules, basically, yeah. religion, you know. Yeah. You have to like be a good person, you know. You can't have sex, you can't do, you can't drink, you can't do drugs. Not that I really wanted to do all those things, but like I just thought I had to conform. I just, yeah, didn't really know anything about Jesus or grace or yeah have any understanding of who God really was and what he'd done for me nor was I interested either I was just kind of like like I said before just wrapped up in boyfriends and um just caught up in all of that and teenage drama you know um so kind of went through my teenage years like with just a lot of pain and hurt and anger like me and my mum didn't get along at all um yeah, it was a bit of a messy divorce, you know, and I I feel like I was, I found out a lot of things that had gone on between my mum and dad that probably I was much too young to know. Um, and so I think it just kind of messed me up a little bit, really. And uh, yeah, I just kind of was on a road of like destruction, really. And, and anyway, fast forward to like 18, 19, I'd kind of settled down. I was at college uh, studying performing arts because um, I wanted to be an actress that was the dream I was quite happy with my boyfriend anyway I had got dragged along to church I remember um, one particular Sunday talking about New Day and he was going on and on and on about how amazing it is and how I should come along you know 
and um and I was just like I was really not engaged in the conversation I was like yeah 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 all right all right and then all of a sudden like I don't know what happened it must have been the Holy Spirit like looking back now like all of a sudden I just thought oh you know what like maybe it'll like maybe I should just check it out you know Mm. and I was like oh okay then I'll go Uh, like I'll come along and then there was they were kind of like oh oh great okay and then I, like my mum tells me like later on that they were kind of like oh yes <laughs> yes we got a um, pony trouble <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah so um ended up going along and um just being blown away really by being I, I think just in a space where there were like hundreds of young people like worshiping god and I'd never, ever been exposed to that before. I always thought, you know, oh, like when I'm older and I've lived my life, then, you know, I'll become a Christian. Um, I just didn't know, like, God at all. And, yeah, it was just insane. So, anyway, I, I and, like, going along to the meetings, you know, seeing people worship, hearing people's testimonies. I remember Simon Braden and Anna Braden. I think they just recently got married, maybe, and them just sharing, you know, their story. And just, I was just like, wow, like, it's possible. Like, you can be young and be a Christian, which yeah. it sounds bizarre, like, but I just was so, like, caught up in, oh, you have to follow these rules, you know, to be accepted, to be a Christian, to call yourself a Christian. And I was like, oh. And at the time, I was like, oh, I'm in a relationship. I'm like, and you know I'm obviously sleep I'm well, not obviously but like I'm sleeping with my boyfriend you know so I can't be a Christian you know mm. you're not allowed to do that and be a Christian and so but as the week went on I like just after hearing everyone's stories and just like being in worship and worshiping God like I just remember like kind of like thinking oh I think actually I, like I want to know this Jesus. I want to follow God, but how can I do it when I'm living this life? Um, and then they had the, um, I think it's a Thursday night altar call, you know, when they kind of um, give an opportunity for people to come forward if they want to give their lives to Jesus. And I, there was a moment in my in my head where I thought, okay, God, you know, I really, I really want to do this. I really want to follow you. But I've got all this stuff, all these reasons why I shouldn't or why I can't. And so I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to put this to one side because I know I really want you right now. And so wow. in my head, I kind of like like shoved it aside. I was like, right, I'm just going to put that there for now. And then they said like, you know, come forward if you want to follow Jesus. And I just remember like just running to the front. Wow. And I was just like, okay, God, you know, I'm here. I want to follow you. Like... I don't know what this means, but I just like I just know I just I want to follow you, and um, I guess that was kind of the start of me following him and you know my journey with him, um, of you know yeah just giving my life to Jesus, surrendering like my life to him, and then since then it's just like uh, yeah I, I don't I don't know the words to say, but it, it, it's just been amazing and hard and. <laughs> But also just wonderful at the same time, like knowing him, I just feel like I was asleep, you know, for so long. And then I just come alive, basically. Um, And there's obviously been struggles along the way. Um, And obviously I said at the time I I was in in a relationship with um, a guy who I really loved. Um, And so 
and he really didn't understand what was going on so when I came back from New Day I was just like I love God oh this is amazing and like I wouldn't shut up about God (laughs) and and he was just a bit like whoa which showed how much of an impact God had made on you because it was so different how you were before and you were kind of not interested and didn't want to know and suddenly you felt this new freedom you know I think that's probably what it is for a lot of people when they meet God it's like suddenly you felt alive and you felt free as you say and it's it's so hard to explain even over words what that does isn't it but it's like um that's why people might have heard of the term born again christian it's like you have been born again your life is made made anew totally so yeah i think and for me like my mum would always have worship music on in the background like like when as a teenager and i'd be like oh like it would actually like repulse me i'd be like Mm. oh turn that off and I come back from New Day and I loved it being on. I was like, yeah, I found myself turning it on and singing along. And it was just like a complete transformation. Like God had really just like impacted me in such a amazing way. And so, yeah, like I just couldn't shut up basically. And, but I also was like, I really want you to have this as well. Um, and, and anyway, bless him it it just it wasn't the right time for him I think you know um and yeah it was it was nuts I for a long time you know prayed like God come on like make him a Christian you know tell him about you open his heart God like please you know and I think in the end I kind of it really became an idol and an issue in my life because I was like I, I can't be with someone who who doesn't get this because it's so like a part of me now this is like this is me now like I need someone to get this because yeah. I can't like I can't not like this is such a big part of me now and um and obviously it wasn't for him you know and you can't force it on people you know everyone's got their own journey to go on yeah Yeah. and I think sometimes people ask me because people that aren't Christians will say to me you're only allowed to date Christians or would you only date Christians and I say for me yes that's what I want but that's not as we spoke about you know we can Christianity can seem like there's so many rules and it's just about God saying don't do this don't do that and I spoke in a podcast I think it was with Henry about how with with God he doesn't tell us not to do something just to stop us from having fun yeah Jesus said I have come that you may have life and have it to the full yeah so he wants to give us the fullest life that no one else can even offer us yeah but um it's the same as a parent would say to their child oh don't touch that it's hot or whatever you know like be careful there that sharp you know it's to protect us and to to give us life to the full and so in the bible it talks about being equally yoked Mm. and um a lot of people believe that that is talking amongst other things about relationships about being on the same page with knowing knowing your faith and as you say uh, for me i'm like that is not I'm not trying to follow a religious rule by Mm. saying that I only want to date a Christian or someone that is on the same page faith wise it's me saying I can't it wouldn't make sense for me because it is my whole life that is everything that matters to me flows from my relationship with God so I want somebody who can support me in that and just to kind of give that context because as you say like it for you before being a Christian it all just felt like restrictions and rules but when your heart has changed and seen how much God loves you and how Mm. much he cares it kind of changes your motives behind things and why you choose to do certain things so and that's yeah yeah, exactly what happened you know like 
I think obviously I was at the start of a journey of figuring all of that out and God revealing that to me you know and it's also me. new yeah it's also new yeah and I think yeah that exactly was what it was I was just like this is me now and um I'm like at the beginning of a journey and I want to live differently and um it wasn't just about sex and, and other things like that but I think it was just like what you say like this is just something that you know I just I can't put it into words like but I just want you to know this like I want to share this with someone but I can't share this with you anymore and it was really it was really hard actually um and anyway after a while I just remember like kind of giving it to God and just saying you know God like I really love this guy but you know if this isn't if this relationship isn't right then you know can you just take my feelings away and like bring this relationship like to an end you know and um he actually did it was it was really nuts actually I went from being completely in love with him to then like not really feeling that way anymore and I think God's so kind you know like he really helped me kind of get up like come out of that relationship because I really felt kind of like yeah just kind of stuck in it and he was such a lovely guy you know and and it it did like I obviously had a conversation with him and um and then we kind of like went our separate ways and stuff and that was very sad but at the same time I really was so grateful to God that he just helped me through that phase by by just taking them feelings away because I think yeah it just would have got very messy otherwise you know um and yeah he was very gracious to me um and so yeah and then I, I think after that I was really yeah just on the hunt I guess <laughs> um to meet the one um, yeah um, I think I've grown up watching a lot of Disney you know and mm. like I just my dad growing up wasn't like he wasn't very present nor like I mean they my mum and dad both had their own stuff to deal with you know um and so I I feel like I really just thought like really was seeking male attention and affirmation um and so I think that's why I was like had such a strong desire to have a boyfriend have that happily ever after kind of thing you know get married have babies like um and so after um yeah going our separate ways I was like okay god I really want to like I just want to find my husband now and I, gosh I was only like 20 21 I yeah. think at the time so it was very young I think um but yeah and so I think literally like a few months later then met Adam wow um, which again God was so kind I think he knew that I was such like a young Christian like obviously I'd only like recently given my life to Jesus and I think he knew that I was just so desperate for that love. I probably would have looked in the wrong places, to be honest, if he didn't kind of intervene and like, um, give me Adam, give him to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, so I'm very grateful, yeah. Um, yeah, to have met him not so long after. <laughs> yeah, and I think um, it's amazing to hear this because this is where it's just beautiful that everyone's story is so individual because yeah. I speak to a lot of people who have the same desire that you did you know I really want to meet someone I really want to have children and mm -hmm. for some people that it happens that way and yeah. for some people it, it really doesn't yeah. and there could be years and years before that happens or you know yeah. and often it does happen but also 
sometimes it might not happen like i spoke to uh, it's lovely how everything ties together between other podcasts i pl- plug the other episodes <laughs> <laughs> but i spoke to my friend katie about how she had a, a single season for like seven years and again she I don't know if she'd say it was an idol for her, but as we spoke about, you know, laying things down that sometimes we can have a desire that's so strong and actually then we have to just lay it down mm. and give it to God. Yeah. And she said she did that and kind of made peace with, even if I never meet someone, Jesus, you are enough. Mm. And she did end up um, meeting someone recently and she tells that story in the podcast. And um, so it definitely is, it's always God's desire to give us um, the desires of our hearts Mm. in accordance with his will and his character and his love. And he is a father that wants to give us good gifts. Mm. And um, I think it's really cool that you spoke about, you know, kind of how your relationship before became a bit of an idol, because I think often Mm. we have to lay those things down and put them before God to be able to even benefit from the things that are the desires of our hearts, because otherwise Mm. they're just kind of going to come back empty I guess and not actually fulfill us we will speak a little bit about this about kind of if you have any advice for the people that you know haven't seen that kind of fairy tale ending Mm. or whatever yet but um I would love you to share the story behind meeting Adam and how how that felt rather than it being um an idol are you just Mm. thinking I need to just meet anyone because even Mm. meeting Christians that doesn't mean they're going to be the one or you know and when we say the one we don't you know a a lot of people say that they don't believe there is just one person god gives us choices and stuff but you know the person that you're going to choose to spend your life with and yeah so that that doesn't mean that you know sometimes people might just think oh if it looks good on paper let's just go with it but it has to really feel right and prayerfully you know kind of it's a very big decision to make so I just love you to tell your story a little bit and it makes me so happy because I obviously at this point um had become very good friends with you and I remember you know like when you're younger and you have a friend that's like an older girl (laughs) that you look up to it's just like so nice and but yet so for me you were like a bit of a celebrity in my eyes (laughs) and I'm sure you know that like you were massively but um it was just such a blessing having you as a friend and somebody to look up to Mm. when I was that age because you know even though I probably was a bit like annoying little sister no. you didn't treat me like that you know you still and um, we'll get to this but you ended up living in Holland for a while yeah. and we used to like video call for like over an hour All like on a yeah, yeah. really regular basis like I think I was probably like competing with Adam for the most contact <laughs> I think but, we spoke more than me and Adam. Really? <laughs> is, I mean, what a flex from me. <laughs> but like, how lovely of you to give your time. And that's a bit of a tangent. But um, hearing this story, I just say that to say hearing this story is just so nice for me because I, I kind of saw it unfolding at the time. Yeah. And I remember it lo- like it's lovely. So Aww. and I was a bridesmaid you when you did, you did get married. So how long have <laughs> you and Adam been married? Gosh, it will be 10 years this year. Wow. Yeah, so this is there's a lot we can learn from you both. <laughs> so take it away take it away (laughs) (laughs) um yeah well I guess yeah so like I said before it was a few months after um that I met Adam um at church obviously singing right you were were singing in a worship band at that time yeah yeah and I remember him oh sorry I'm not doing the story for you now I just remember (laughs) him I think at the wedding he said about how he just saw you worshiping Jesus and that's like the first thing he noticed about you I was like you know, I wish I could do his accent because he's got a great, <laughs> what would you say? It's like South London accent yeah. or any, we'll get him on the podcast because <laughs> his, his accent alone is like, you know, worthy of being <laughs> on the podcast. But yeah, I just remember him saying in his own way, like how 
he was so drawn to your heart for Jesus. So yeah, so yeah. I was on the worship team. Yeah, that day singing, and yeah, he walked in, <laughs> and um, I guess we were chatting a bit after the service. I was actually a bit intimidated by him, to be honest, because he was quite like <laughs> quite like seemed like Jack the Lad, you know, like all right mate <laughs> and I'd always kind of he definitely was not my type at all you know um <laughs> I went for more like emo like <laughs> really yeah I was, yeah I think so we kind of like like spoke a bit then but like yeah it was just like friendly chit chat um and anyway it was like a mutual friend of ours um that were getting married and he was the best man and I was like helping out at the wedding and so I think like we'd spoken a bit in between the wedding and then when the wedding came like we ended up talking a bit and I I kind of felt I feel like I had an inkling or someone like said to me that they thought he liked me or something so I was all like oh okay (laughs) got your flirt on (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but also he was like the first like guy that I spoke to that was a Christian so I was like a bit drawn to him I was like oh you know you're similar age to me and like you love Jesus and we had a conversation at the wedding about him helping out at the homeless shelter um and like at like his mum's church and I was like wow that's amazing um (laughs) and then um I think I just really wanted to hang out with him, you know, um, more than anything. And so I ended up texting him after that and was oh, like, wow. do you want to hang out? Um, and then I think he was like loving that. He was like, oh yeah, I've got her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, so I think after that, we kind of had a few dates. Um, but at the same time, I was also looking um, to like volunteer at a church like abroad um so it was a bit of a funny time to be honest because yeah I was like so like yeah god Jesus ah, um I just want to work for church I don't want to I just want to be in church all the time um and so the pastor of our church at the time was like looking for me to like um like looking abroad and then he come back and um it was like, oh, you know, there's this like thing called FP Impact, which I think they've changed the name of now to, mm. oh, I can't think of the name. Um, it's the same thing that. Oh, Henry. Yeah. Oh, right. I didn't put two and two together yeah. with that. So it's the same. But yes, we course. were at a New Frontiers church and Henry, who's on the pod, he spoke about, it's like a gap year kind of program ID? type is thing. Oh, ID. ID. Yeah. So he did that. I okay. didn't, I had no idea of it. So this is the same thing that you yes. did, but you did it abroad. Yeah. So this was bef- like years wow. before. So essentially the same thing, yeah. So uh-huh. I was like based in a church, but in Holland. So that was where they placed me in the Netherlands, which was really cool. Um, and then I'd come back for training weeks, which was a bit nuts, really, flying back and yeah, forth. Yeah, it was like every six weeks or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I mean, it was literally across the water. So it was like it was like an hour flight, if that. But obviously it's like upheaval, isn't it? Like getting to the airport and back. Yeah. Um, and I remember that because I used to be like, count down the weeks. Oh. I know like now it's crazy, isn't it? Because when you're an adult, like six weeks, that just flies by. Yeah. But I remember being in so secondary long. school and being like, Courtney's coming back in two weeks. So <laughs> whatever, you know, I'd always try to see you. Bless you. Oh. You'd probably be only home for like a little bit. Like you'd have yeah. a couple of days maybe in Essex and then you'd be at the training. Yeah. But like you often made time to see me. Oh. And one day you picked me up in your car. Did I? Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're a little okay. <laughs> and I was at school and my mum like phoned yes. the office. Like what a cool 
your mum and she was like oh Katrina's friend who like lives far away is visiting um like can she go for lunch and you came you came and like picked me up from school in (laughs) in my lunch break and we and drove into the car park which I think you weren't really meant to do so I thought oh this is so cool (laughs) I've got this friend she's like 21 and she's picking me up and we're going for lunch but yeah anyway sorry I'm getting too excited yeah so you'd be coming back and forth and this was you was in a new relationship so I think you'd um well I remember you had your leaving party so one of the other parties at the party house in (laughs) September maybe it was and I think you and Adam were like maybe just official or like maybe not even like it was like oh there's something going on between these two yeah and you kind of said to him I'm still I'm putting kind of that was your you I'm putting God first wasn't it like I'm still gonna do this and we'll see if it works out if God wants it to happen kind of thing I think so he first asked me out and I said no (laughs) bless him poor guy Because I was like, I kind of like, it was, I wanted to get to know him, you know, but also I kind of wanted to keep my options open. That sounds really bad now. Um, <laughs> he knows he knows how much I love him. Um, <laughs> but I was like, I don't really know like what I'm doing. Like, is this even going to work like long distance, you know? And um, going back to what you're saying before about like praying about our relationship and stuff, like how we, you know, um, like at the beginning I've re- it was like every time we were together I was like we should pray about this you know um like us and our relationship you know just give it to God if it's and I remember like sitting with him in the car um on one of our dates and I was like you know God like when we was praying together I was like if it's not right Lord <laughs> just end it shut the door and obviously we were, yeah it was just it was funny like looking back but I just wanted desperately to be doing what God wanted me to be doing and um I only wanted to be with Adam you know in a relationship if God was in it kind of thing mm. and like I guess obviously him too you know he'd been on the lookout for a wife for a, I think was it a year or yeah I think about a year he was single which was a lot for him you know <laughs> back then um and he was like on the hunt to find a wife and so yeah I think we both yeah we're quite we knew what we wanted um and anyway so yeah we did long distance for a bit um and yeah that was interesting (laughs) um but literally it was only about five months and then um it was valentine's day and he i didn't know and he flew over and just appeared at the house i was staying um and proposed to me and, and didn't I, he spell your name out with candles or something? yeah it was very sweet but really like a bit nuts because we'd not even really spoken about marriage <laughs> and wow. I really thought like oh this is obviously quite early days you know he's just he he's not ready for all of that kind of talk yet um but actually it was like he was planning it in his head and he was like I want to marry this girl um and wanted it to be a surprise um and it really was <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so it was all a bit nuts to be honest everyone was a bit like what um my dad wasn't too pleased either he I think he'd only met him once and I think Ad had asked for his permission as well and he said no (laughs) um and obviously Adam asked me anyway um and yeah it was it was all a bit of a whirlwind to be honest um but equally really amazing as well you know um god is just so so kind you know and um i felt very blessed to have met him so soon you know and um 
I think after about two years and coming back from Holland, you know, then we like planned the wedding and got married. Um, so we did have a bit more time in the same country, getting to know each other before, you know, entering marriage, which is obviously not a small thing. Um, and yeah, so, you know, um, and then we got pregnant pretty quickly. Um, and so then entered into being parents very quickly. So it was, yeah, a bit nuts and very like fast paced our relationship. And then obviously then becoming parents. Um, and I think, yeah, obviously we got close and deep very quickly. Um, but, you know, I think um, over the years have like grown our friendship, you know, mm. because um, yeah, marriage is about friendship mainly I would say you know mm. it's, it's a partner you know you're doing life together raising kids together um you know um like sharing a home um yeah and they're all like obviously big things and um and we haven't mentioned how many children do you have <laughs> so I've got four <laughs> which I always feel a bit like nervous when I say four because I'm waiting I always kind of take Aww. a moment before I say it because I feel like everyone's a bit like what four kids that's a lot um and I'm like yes it is <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah I wouldn't we wouldn't have it any other way um we both really wanted to have a big family mm. so and yeah that's what we have and feel very blessed to have been able to have four children because not everyone can um and so yeah it's been a real journey <laughs> um but equally like character building my gosh and god has wow taught me a lot um through the many years i have been at home with all of my children and still am at home currently um because my youngest is only two um he's watching the buzz Lightyear your movie inside <laughs> at the moment is. with my mum <laughs> a little <laughs> bit of big buzz yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah and it's so amazing do you know what like i kind of didn't even realize when we started when we started recording this episode but there is so much to talk about here yeah, like we really sorry, no <laughs> no it's so good and like I've said that we'll get Adam on at some point to just really talk because I think you two are just both you both have your eyes fixed on Jesus and I think you know I'm no like marriage and family guru <laughs> but I just think from when I when I kind of watch people and, and see how people do things and I just think that is that is the the biggest thing that you know that I think is most important um from what I see in, in a marriage and having children is if you've both got your eyes fixed on Jesus first mm. and that's no easy thing to do but I think yeah. it makes everything else easier and yeah. better and uh you know even where you tell your story about meeting and on paper that could have sounded it could have sounded like uh, even unwise to some people yeah, you know and I yeah. think and you had a lot of that of people oh, giving yeah, their gosh, opinions yeah. and say oh you're very young and all of this and but it's it's different in every single circumstance like we're called to be wise we're called mm -hmm. to weigh things up but to follow what God's mm -hmm. saying and and I think the fact that you put God first above what you wanted you know you said mm. god will give will end all of this if you want us to but if this mm. is how we can best serve you let let this happen and i think mm. you have a ministry of family and you know and being able to encourage other people in marriages and in families and that is family is such an important thing you know mm. i think we can um put so much emphasis on different careers and stuff like that but mm. god calls people to really invest in
in family mm. and to, uh, God values family so much and I think yeah. um you do that so well and your children you know they love God and they're such light in this world mm. they give such light as they go out um with their friends and you know in in school and um that's such a blessing to me and to people around them and and so are you and Adam and you encourage people other couples you do youth leading now um and like the kids work you've been involved with play groups mm-hmm. like you just have poured into your communities as a team and I think um because for me I, I I've gone through times where I've thought I don't actually know if I'm number one being called to be in a relationship or a marriage or if that's what I want and you know kind of figuring that out with God but when I see examples like with you and Adam because for me I'm like I I just love God so much I don't want anyone to distract me from that but I think God obviously he created marriage and he created us to be able to have a partner where we can rather than distract each other from God lead each other to God Mm -hmm. and um, yeah and so I suppose what would you say to somebody who maybe someone who does desperately want to be with someone mm-hmm. for the kind of, or like, you know, the importance of not rushing into things mm-hmm. that it has to be with the right person, but also, um, yeah, how every season, mm-hmm. how God uses every season, how would you mm-hmm. kind of speak into that? I think, um, yeah, I think with me and ads, it really was like, we both really wanted the same things. Mm-hmm. We both loved Jesus, right? We wanted to follow God. And he'd really impacted our lives in such a way that, you know, he like we wanted him to be our number one. Mm-hmm. We both really wanted to have a family, you know, like we both come from broken homes. And so, like, I feel like we wanted to build something that we both didn't have. Mm. Um, I think loyalty as well. We're both very loyal people. Um, and so I think that maybe that's kind of our formula. I'm not saying we've got it perfect at all by any means because we really did like rush into things. Um, and I, I often over the years I thought, should we have rushed into it? You know, like there's highs and lows, you know, mountains, valleys, moments. And so, you know, when you're in the valleys, you think, oh, was this a wise choice? You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I re- he's really annoying me or I really can't stand this about him. And I'm sure he's thought the same about me in certain seasons, you know. Um, but I think it's that like remembering them them vows like actually for better for worse we're we're choosing love rather than it being a feeling we're choosing to love each other and then like also just being accountable because we follow God and you know like we we want to live by the Bible and we we pray and so I think being accountable to God and giving things up to him and and God you know convicts us and when we've you know done wrong we say sorry and I think that's kind of what's helped us you know and I think um in terms of like for knowing the right season or waiting for that person I think there's no right or wrong Mm. I think um you know if you're a Christian and you really want to settle down and you really want to find that right person, you want to like build a life and have a family. I really would say like, if Jesus is your number one, like look for someone who also wants to put Mm. Jesus first, because I just think it's, it's such, like I said before, it's such a big part of you, you know, and don't get me wrong. I know so many people that have chosen to go into relationships with like non-christians and you know each the each their own i think personally i couldn't have done it you know and there's been amazing stories 
where people have like shared their faith with their like mm. partners and then they've come to faith as well and I think oh, I don't know I think it's it, between that person and God isn't it yeah. and like if if you're putting Jesus first God will guide you and, God, and God's word is there his bible is there with instructions for us to follow and yeah. again not from a religious perspective but to help us yeah exactly yeah. I think it is ultimately just laying it before God and I think mm. if you're really desperate for that and it's not come like obviously it's all good and well me saying oh it will be fine because it happened very quickly for me and there wasn't a long season of waiting but I think there's other things in my life like where I've had seasons of waiting mm. and I think it is just laying it down before God and like it not becoming an idol that's the big thing yeah, I think because God can get you through it mm. he can give you the strength you know like yeah I've had a season like the last couple of years where I've really found it hard being at home mm. and just really kind of wanting to wish this time away a bit mm. like with Frankie and I mm. think that has just been really really difficult for me and and also just the thought of like am I only going to be a mum like mm. am I never going to like achieve anything else in my life and having to lay that before God and like okay god if this is all you've got for me is just being a mum and a wife like i just give it to you like all of these other dreams you know that i've got like you know being an actress was one of them you know like i've just got to give it lay it before god again and surrender it to him because it becomes an idol and it and it can like eat you up inside and yeah. and like you get consumed by it and i think you know, there's such freedom in just being like, okay, God, I'm just going to lay this at your feet. I surrender mm. all of this to you. I just want to follow you. You know, your will be done, not mine. There is such like a freedom and like lightness that comes with doing that. Mm. And I think that can be used in any situation. Like if you're waiting for a husband, you know, mm. just to keep laying it at his feet, you know, life's not going to be easy in any, like even when you've got yeah. the dream, like the happily ever after, like it's you know, it still comes with its challenges. And yeah, that is so yeah. good what you've said there, because I mean, it's that classic, the grass is always greener, yeah. isn't it? But I think it's so true that if you're waiting on something, you can look at someone else and think, if only I had what they had, I could be happy. And yeah. like somebody could be looking at what you've got with that. And the same where I've interviewed actors and people that have been on the West End and like I could be, I've not um, done like a long running West End show yet. I could be like, oh, once I have that, I'll be happy. Yeah. But I've come to realise that's just simply not true. Yeah. Like our fulfilment has to come from Jesus yeah. because everyone I've spoke to on the podcast so far, no matter how much, you know, it might sound amazing and successful, whatever they've shared, including you today, there's always going to be that kind of, emptiness without God for yeah. all of us like we've all said it got better once we laid that thing down and put God before it yeah. you know and that's just really interesting that that has been a constant theme of people mm -hmm. saying I had to see God as bigger than all of those things and better yeah. than all of those things and then I actually felt so much more free yeah. and I think that's incredible and I think as well over the years we've had amazing conversations about mental health and mm. different things and I know that you've um, experienced different things with your mental health both before having a family and a husband and after as mm. well.
I was going to share as well because I I spoke to Emily last week about how in my experience when I'd seen kind of different school years as kind of different eras in my kind of mental health journey and when I spoke about how year eight was the hardest because I'd barely spoke to anyone and I I said this to you earlier that whenever I say that in my head the person I'm thinking of that Mm. I did speak to was you and so that time when you were in Holland and uh, we used to call a lot Mm. I was at rock bottom really in, Mm. in in a lot of things with my life just struggling with um my mental health really badly um and you just helped me so much through that you were such a rock for me and you know I think it's just so wonderful how God has used you also to just be real with life because Mm -hmm. that's what I want with this podcast too the same as we spoke about with growing up in church and sometimes you can get misconceptions where things might feel stuck in rules of religion Mm -hmm. and thankfully I I feel like in the churches we've been to and the people we've been surrounded by Mm -hmm. we've looked to the Bible and realized that's Mm -hmm. not what the Bible tells us to do and then we're set free from that but you really helped me with that too when I was stuck in um you know being kind of legalistic and Mm. things like that and and also what I was going to say is just being real and having real conversations like we're having now we've always done that haven't we we've always been honest and God wants our honesty too Mm. and uh, I remember you sharing I mean it was probably years ago it's probably when Ernie your eldest or maybe Tony your second eldest was young and you would help out at the playgroup and I remember you doing like a a talk on mental health Mm. one day for the mums to encourage them and uh, obviously like it's not in this podcast we want to encourage mums really really do because there could be somebody here that is really struggling right now but also Mm -hmm. in any circumstance you know Mm -hmm. and I think for you you've been such a great example through struggles that you face too just really fixing your eyes on Jesus and Mm -hmm. how would you say that's made a difference for you um especially experiencing Mm -hmm. because I suppose you know as we say being a Christian doesn't make us immune to things happening but if you've experienced kind of mental health struggles Mm -hmm. before no god and after have you seen a difference in how that looks yeah definitely i think um gosh yeah i I definitely have i would say i've definitely struggled with depression like on and off my whole life um i think i never would have called it that years Mm -hmm. ago um nor have i you know ever been diagnosed or been on medication but I've definitely had like highs and lows and real, real lows. Um, And I think, you know, being a Christian and struggling with it, I feel like you was talking about it the other day, maybe on a previous podcast about there being a bit of a stigma around it, you know, like, you know, um, when you're feeling down and you chat to someone, I've talked to someone, they'd be like, oh, just pray, you know, like you can't be depressed. You just need to spend more time with God and then you'll be fine. Um, And so I think for a long time, I just thought, oh, you know, I'm just a terrible Christian and I just need to spend more time with God and then I'm going to be fine. And I really thought it was like, uh, you know, on me. Um, But actually, like we are just broken people, you know, and I think God can definitely help us through it. I don't think he's going to necessarily take it away because actually if he just did that every time, then we'd never grow and we'd never learn how to deal with hardship, nor could we give advice to anyone who is in a hard situation Mm. if God just took it away. And so I think God's really kind of taught me a lot over the many years um, to, I think, just be able to sit in the pain and the sadness sometimes and um, sometimes to ignore him, sometimes to go for a season where 
you know, I've kind of, I'm just kind of dealing with it myself or, you know, and then eventually come full circle and come back to him like, oh, actually, God, I really need you. And can you help me? And just like, I think just realising my need for him even more. Um, and I think about this often, actually, like, I kind of am grateful in a weird way that I do have these struggles because I think it just reminds me how much I need him. Mm. And so it brings me back to a place of like, Jesus, I'm just broken and I need you, you know, and um, thank you, God, you know, that you love me despite all of my flaws and um, the things that I struggle with, you know. Um, yeah. And yeah. I just... And as I've kind of mentioned before here, I really, I believe that God doesn't cause bad things to happen yeah. to us. He, his will is for us mm. to, you know, on, on earth as it is in heaven, as Jesus prayed mm. that, you know, that we, we are free and we are healed on this earth, but God will use any situation for our good mm. and for his glory. And I just, I, I feel the same that I've seen God's hand in my mental health journey the whole time. He's never left me, mm. you know, like even if I've not seen healing or breakthrough straight away, mm. he has, he has healed me mm. as, as I've gone through a journey with him and he still continues to do that. Mm. Even if I've not reached that ultimate place yet. And we always believe that God could instantly heal somebody. Yeah. Um, but also that doesn't mean that if we haven't seen that yet, that he's not with us mm. and he teaches us so much, you know, yeah. he's, um, he teaches us so much. And I, I'm just remembering this song called sovereign over us and, mm. um, yeah, it's just, it, I think it says, your plans are still to prosper. You have not forgotten us. You're with mm. us in the fire and the flood. Yeah. You know, faithful yeah. forever, perfect in love. You are mm. sovereign over us. And I just, I think that is just such a comfort, you yeah. know, and such a comfort to know we don't have to stay there either, as you say, that like God mm. is so patient with us. Mm. And even if we're in that place where we kind of feel stuck in a rut or we feel like, you know, we don't want to talk to God mm. or whatever, but we never have to stay in that place yeah. and God's patient with us too he's not mm. rushing us either and uh, I remember when I was really struggling and um, even struggling to you know struggling with wanting to die and things like that um, mm. at that time and I remember you used to say to me just um, pray when it's hardest to pray was one mm. of the things you said to me because I think sometimes we don't want to we don't want to talk to God yeah. or we feel we physically can't like you yeah. feel this physical weight and this heaviness and numbness mm. that you, you just can't but just use those words even if you have yeah. no feeling behind them just yeah. talk to God be honest with him mm. and also um I mean I didn't do it every day but again it's like not doing it as a religious thing but I remember you used to say to me just when you wake up in the morning just say Jesus keep me strong today yeah. and that doesn't mean it's a failure to not be strong but just to help us find our strength yeah. in God you know yeah, strength and to even like just muster to get up yeah and just say it yeah like sometimes you just don't even feel like you've got the energy to even pray or yes. say anything like yeah. yeah and it's just acknowledging that he is there yeah. and he is working and he loves us so so much yeah. and um yeah I think that's so important and again it's like that um as we said with everything and if you're not a Christian it might be hard to know how this looks but just with everything God is there at the center mm. and then what we do from that flows so I'm a big advocate of of seeking help you know mm. see, going to the doctor going yeah. I, I always put resources in the uh, podcast description to because that's what's really helped me too is is along with God along with 
Christians walking mm. alongside me, encouraging me, praying for me, mm. teaching me what God says. Definitely. Also having counseling, medication, yeah. seeing a psychologist, all those things have helped mm. me and God's used them all. Mm. Um, but it's all stemmed from that first, that foundation of God loves me and God mm. God cares about my well-being, mm. you know, and he is the mighty counselor. He he can uh, guide all of those mm. treatments and all of those things because he is the ultimate counselor, yeah. which is just such a comfort. And uh, yeah, I think it's, and we can have so much joy, you know, like life isn't linear either. Like you could have a day where you're feeling rubbish and then you can have a day where it's yeah. great and all of it is valid and all of it is almost to be celebrated because each day, each day is a day that the Lord has made and it's not mm. good when bad things happen but it is good when we see that we've got through it we've got yeah. through the day yeah, you know yeah. and that is a good thing yeah. yeah yeah and I suppose another thing too that's always helped me with mental health is having friends who have kids yeah. and stuff like that because yeah. I think when you look at children and how they live in the present and they you know they they just live in a way that mm. is such a good example for me mm. you know and you just see how they are just I don't know just the way children are I mm. think that's how God wants us to walk with him the way children your children walk with you and Adam how they are with in the, in the present moment with their parents and that trust in their parents mm. and nurtured by them I think that's how God sees our relationship yeah. with him you know which is so joyful yeah, yeah. so special yeah. I think I am um, someone that once said to me about um you know when we come to God he's just he's so happy you know mm. and um, I can totally relate like when like it literally just happened the other day I think I was doing something and then um one of my kids like I can't even remember which one it was I think it was Ernie maybe um and he's not a massive hugger yeah um but when he hugs you like mm. he really means it and it's really like oh I just love you mum and there was like a moment the other day when he just come over to me and he just like really hugged me and he was like mum I just love you so much Aww. and it was like oh like it just meant so much like mm. that he that he did that and yes. I think sometimes that's how God feels with us you know like when we come to him with things, he's just like, oh yes, like you're talking to me, you know, like, oh, you're embracing me. I think it's mm. just like, it's just beautiful. It's um, it's just the best feeling, I think. And you're right, like kids bring such joy, you know, mm. they, they can just, oh yeah, they can like, <laughs> Tony's quite my second eldest is very cheeky and, and he always has been he, it's like he's he got, always has ever been ever since he was like a newborn he had that cheeky glint yes. in his eye oh yes <laughs> <laughs> but I just the thing I love about him is like he just like oozes joy mm. like and I really think God just knew we needed someone like that in our family mm. because me and Ads can be a bit bogged down with life and a bit serious sometimes and just trying to keep everyone alive and everything ticking and Tony's just very cheeky and just has this way about him that just yeah it brings such joy um yeah I'm excited to see like him grow and mm. his character develop you know and um yeah he's he's such a character I love him um, all of I love all of my kids, obviously, um, but and different things about them as well. But that in particular, I really love about him. Yeah, that his joy and yes. his, he just loves making people laugh, uh, <laughs> which yes. is nice. Um, 
yeah just so lovely and i can't believe it but like we have come to the end of our time oh, it always goes so, so quickly great. doesn't it <laughs> like just, it's begun. i know <laughs> but i definitely would love to have you and adam oh. on the pod too and um, because one of the i told you this too but back at like last april i think it was i'd come around your house and we we're just having so many amazing conversations mm. about faith and I was like, and that was when I felt God was stirring in my heart that I wanted to do a podcast. Mm. And that was one of the times that confirmed it for me. I remember we wow. were talking about something with your mum. Adam came in after work or something and he he was then t saying things that we'd already said. And it just felt yeah. like God was so in that, you know, leading that conversation. I thought this mm. is what I want to do to be able to share with others. And yeah. hopefully um, today, you know, there's been so many things that can bless people about single seasons, about encouraging family and marriages and and mental health and careers mm. so it covered so much but with all of that the same theme is is just having God as our number one and I think if I could encourage people what, what I'd like people to take from this is is just seek God first and as we've said and I, well, there's more we could say about this but not from that religious uh, mm. rule following guilt condemning kind of yeah. place but instead from just if you get to know God and how much he loves you mm. and his character you know the the kind of God that he is that he cares about us and this is something that really helped me when I was really struggling is that I realized God is more loving more just more mm. merciful just more kind than any other yeah. person that I could possibly ever meet and when you realize that's the God you're following we're in safe hands yeah. you know and I just think that is such a blessing and if we mm. keep our eyes fixed on him he will guide us and mm. he's given us his word to guide us you know mm. pe people in a good church things like that they, they're all things that can help us mm. not only in our relationship with God but then every single segment of our lives mm. and I would actually love because we've covered so much and I just really hope that people can be encouraged by this and I think mm. this is just the start of a conversation yeah. um, that I hope that we can continue having and, and for people to join us in that mm. but um, would you mind praying for us yeah, as we I'd close oh yeah. thank you so so no, much pleasure. yeah thank you Lord um, for your love um, thank you for the blessing um, of this podcast, Lord, just to be able to have conversation and share testimonies about you and um, just how amazing you are, God, and how much you love us, what you've done for us, your sacrifice, God. And um, I just pray for any listeners um, today that they would um, just come away knowing you a bit more and um, hungry for more of you. Um, that they would see you as a father with arms open wide um, doesn't matter what you've done what you're doing he still loves you regardless of it all mm. and there's nothing you can do <laughs> to stop him loving you um, yeah amen amen oh thank you so yeah. so much and thank, thank you. you everybody for listening we hope you have an amazing week mm. and we'll see you next week for more from those who hope goodbye <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope that it's been a blessing to you. And my prayer is that you will know there is so much hope for you. So hold on to that hope. I do have a list of mental health resources in the description of this episode. So please do make use of this. If you think it might be something that benefits you or someone that you know, please do share it with them. Also, I'd love if you could support me as I spread the word of this podcast by subscribing, liking and commenting on YouTube and by leaving a rating and a review on Spotify and also engaging with me through the Q&A section. This would really help me to spread the word and to spread the hope. 
I'll see you next Monday for another episode. Thank you so much once again. God bless you all. Bye.